Welcome to the Word on the Street, where you and your family will find yourself engrossed in the Bible, captivated by a variety of stories, and contemplating the deeper, more meaningful things in life. And here is your host, Anna Ware. I have a confession to make to you right now. I like to be right. My mum always complained when I was younger that I liked to have the last word in an argument all the time. This is true. I did like to have the last word in an argument because I thought I was right. And I wanted everyone to come around to my way of thinking. If they argued back, then they mustn't agree with me yet. And they should because I was right. And so I would keep trying to convince them. My daughter Shani's like that too. Are you? Are you someone who always likes to be right? Or maybe you know somebody who is like that? In reality, no one is always right. And I am often wrong. Shani is often wrong. You might be often wrong too. And why am I talking about being right? Well, being right or righteous in the Bible, is what we are talking about today. Being right or being righteous, when it's mentioned in the Bible, is talking about being right in God's eyes. How can we do this? As we are all wrong occasionally and all have sinned, the Bible tells us that, how can we be righteous in God's eyes? How can we be right? The Bible says that we can be right with God in two ways. The first way is by never sinning, by being perfect. This is the way that Jesus was righteous. And the second way is by getting our sins taken away. This is the only option for us, and it can only happen if we believe in Jesus doing it by dying on the cross for us. Why am I talking about being right with God for this series on winning the battle? What has that got to do with this war against Satan? Well, when Paul talks about putting on the armour to fight Satan, one of the pieces of armour he mentions is a breastplate of righteousness. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 13 and 14. Paul says to put on the full armour of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. That was last episode. Stand firm then with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And we are going to be talking about this breastplate of righteousness in today's episode. What is a breastplate? It is one piece of armour that in Jesus' day soldiers would wear to battle and they would not want to go without it because a breastplate protects your vital organs, the organs that you can't live without. With damage to your vital organs, in a battle you might die. In a battle against Satan, we are hearing that righteousness will protect you from eternal death. Being right with God protects your heart and soul from being destroyed in the same way that a breastplate will protect your heart and your lungs. What do you think? 
Now, I'm not somebody who's very good at looking after ailments, cuts and broken bones, you know, the physical anatomy and biology and things. I would make a terrible doctor or a nurse. But it is important for us to know the basics. How much do you know about your body? Let's test out your knowledge now with some yes or no questions. Could you stay alive if you had no heart, no machine to help you? Yes or no? Would you use a Band-Aid, sticking plaster, to help heal a cut in your mouth? If you were born with only one lung, could you stay alive? Apparently, the answer is yes, you could. And you could also live without a stomach too. Here are some more interesting facts I found on the internet. Did you know that your ears never stop growing? Did you know that you have more bones when you're a kid than when you're an adult? Because when you're an adult, some of your bones fuse together. And another fun fact. Did you know that in one lifetime, you will produce a lot of saliva in your mouth? Two whole swimming pools worth, in fact. Our bodies are amazing things, aren't they? God has really done a great job when he created us. So creative and so well designed. Pretty much every person here on earth also was created with a desire to live. We feed ourselves so we don't die of starvation. Most of us avoid dangerous situations. But do we try to make sure we have eternal life? Do we try to make sure our spirit never dies at all? Righteousness is the thing that does this for us. It is like a breastplate, keeping us alive eternally. Paul says in Romans chapter 10 that his greatest wish and prayer to God is for the people of Israel to be saved. He knows they love God, but they don't understand what makes them acceptable or righteous to God. They refuse to trust God. They try to be righteous all by themselves by obeying the law. But it's Christ Jesus who makes the law no longer necessary for us who are trying to become righteous to God by faith. Today's story! Do you like to watch the tennis open on TV? Or maybe you play tennis. I have a friend called Kate who loves to play tennis. Her and I will often have a game together. When she was younger, when she played with her family, she wasn't very good. Kate told me that she hardly scored any points and she never won any games against her brother or her parents. Kate would fail to serve the ball properly over and over again so that the rest of the family decided to be generous to Kate. They decided to offer her an alternative way of scoring They gave her extra chances, so she was allowed triple faults for her serves. Kate would also struggle to get to the ball in time. So the ball would fly over the net and it would bounce and Kate couldn't hit the ball because she wasn't there yet. It would bounce twice and then she would be able to hit the ball. So her brother and her parents decided to offer her another way of scoring, saying that she could let the ball bounce twice before hitting it if she liked. 
Kate's family were being generous to Kate, but she did not like it. She didn't want their generosity. She didn't feel like she deserved the points that she won if she didn't play by the rules. Kate wanted to earn her points, not get them for free or with different rules or with leniency. Kate refused this special treatment and she continued to lose every game. And Kate was happy to do that. The reason why I told you this story is because it is a little bit like righteousness with God. The way that we get righteousness with God is by being perfect. But like Kate, we cannot be successful. We fail and fail and fail. We cannot be perfect. In order for us to succeed in being righteous, God has given us a way. He has generously offered an alternative. Just like Kate's family, who didn't want to set her up for failure, God doesn't want us to fail either. Instead of us working hard to live right all the time in God's eyes and failing, God offers us Jesus. Jesus provides an alternative way to be righteous. He was able to remove our sins, our wrongs, while he was dying on the cross so that we can appear right in God's eyes. Unfortunately, some people are still like Kate, though. They like to earn their righteousness. They want to work hard to be able to deserve it. They don't like the generosity that God offers. You know the problem with that, though, don't you? The problem with earning your own righteousness with God is that it's impossible. We can work towards pleasing God with our actions, but we will never be 100% perfect. We are all wrong sometimes. Question time! Question number one. I want you to think about yourself and your own righteousness. Are you right with God? If not, do you want to be? Question number two. How might being righteous help you to win the battle against Satan? If you answered the question, no, you're not right with God, and yes, you would like to be, please tell somebody, maybe an adult who's with you right now listening to this podcast, because if you aren't and you want to be, we can get that sorted. For the next episode, we're going to be looking at the next piece of armor that we are to put on, which is shoes, the gospel of peace shoes. What is it? And how can they help us? Stay tuned for the next episode coming out next Monday. Catch you then. That brings us to the end of this episode. But please don't stop chatting about these things. Keep thinking about everything you've heard in today's episode and keep asking questions and discussing things with your family throughout the week. If you want to discover more episodes and resources about our Saviour Jesus and to learn more about the Bible, please head on over to the wordonthestreetpodcast.com. There's a link in the show notes and you'll also find there's a copy of today's passage. We are really looking forward to you joining us again soon.